This week was one of the most important Jewish holidays of the entire year. This week we celebrated Shavuot. The day that we celebrate the receiving of the Torah at Mount Sinai. And this, this is big. This is so big that there's actually arguments among the rabbis that the first part of the Torah, you know, that, that Genesis part, seems kind of important. They're like, you should just get rid of that part. And you should start right here. You can see they don't win. We still have the Genesis part. Because the revelation at Sinai is that important. Rabbi Michael Chatan, he points out that this is not only an incredibly pivotal moment for the book of Exodus and for the entire Torah, but this is the most significant moment in all of Jewish history and human moral progress at large. The entire Western civilization, it comes from this moment. The idea that there's a higher authority and there are actually absolute and moral principles in the world. Hatan, he states that the revelation at Sinai is the most important event in the history of human ethical and spiritual development. But what does that mean for us as Jews? And what is expected from us? It's an obvious question given that all of Judaism is derived from this moment. And the irony is that this moment where the Jewish people receive the Torah, it only happens after the arrival of Yitro, a non-Jew. And not only a non-Jew, but it's Moses' father-in-law. Because Moses is part of an interfaith marriage. Now, Yitro, he arrives on scene ready to accept the Torah and the mitzvot that come with it. So right there in the text, we see that the Torah is not about one's blood, but it's about one's moral and ethical behavior in the world. Now, one, they could argue that there is a coincidence that we have a non-Jew right at the precursor to the receiving of the Torah at Sinai. But I would argue that the rabbis, they were paying attention to this as well. Because when they chose the book in the Tanakh to associate with Shavuot, the biggest, one of the biggest holidays of the year, they choose the book of Ruth. Because Ruth is a non-Jew who converts to Judaism. And she says, your people are my people. The book of Ruth, it is in our face. That what matters in Judaism is not what your blood is, but what your actions are. Ruth and Yitro, they both tie their fates and their actions to the Jewish people, and they're revered. Now, this may seem obvious to all of us here, that actions matter, not a bloodline. But if you look at us as a Jewish community, that's not what we've been focusing on. Federations and organizations throughout our country have been focusing on, for decades now, in their studies, trying to figure out who is a Jew. You even have the schism between the reform movement and the conservative movement between matrilineal descent and patrilineal descent. And a major point in the studies that have been done is trying to determine what is happening to the Jewish people. Are we disappearing? Are we assimilating ourselves out of existence? 
Robert Park and Ernest Burgess, they both wrote in 1969 that intermarriage was an important marker of assimilation. They defined assimilation as the process of interpenetration and fusion in which persons and groups acquire the memories, the sentiments, and the attitudes of other persons and groups. And by sharing their experiences and history are incorporated with them into common cultural life. In 1964, Milton Gordon, he noted that while assimilation may result in a breaking down of barriers between groups, it may also signal the loss, for better or for worse, of ethnic practices and identity as one is incorporated into the host society. Now, what we feared was that as we assimilated into society, we would disappear. Even in 2013, according to the Pew Research Center's portrait of Jewish American study found that 44% of all currently married Jews were married to non-Jews. And then if you look in the last 10 years, it was found that 58% of Jews who had married since 2005 were married to non-Jews. So we should assume that as we assimilate into society, that Judaism should just melt away. But the opposite is happening. The study had indicated that a rising percentage of children of intermarriages are Jewish in adulthood. Americans ages 65 and older, who are the offspring of one Jewish parent, only 25% of 25% identified as Jewish. But if you look as we became more and more integrated into society, adults who are 30, under 30, with only one Jewish parent, those numbers, they skyrocketed. 59% now identify as Jewish. And 61% of intermarried households are now raising their children with Jewish identity. Now, should this surprise us? No. We learned that this week. And as we remember Yitro and Ruth, that we are celebrating the idea that there is a higher authority and that there are actual absolute and moral principles in this world. Judaism has never been about who is Jewish. Judaism is about what makes you Jewish. This week is about receiving a guidance for how to be in the world. When to stand up and to say, I'm part of something bigger. Now Jews, they may sit around the Passover table and say, we were slaves in Egypt and we won't let anyone else be slaves. But what makes you Jewish is actually getting up from the table and making sure that those who are oppressed around you are actually free. That, right there, that's what makes you Jewish. Jews, they may come to the synagogue every Friday night and say the Ma'ariv Aravim blessing. The blessing that talks about the miracle of the creation of the world and the environment and the way we're all connected. But what makes you Jewish is standing up and asking your companies and your cities and your state to stand with the rest of the world when it comes to protecting our environment and our world. This is what makes you Jewish. Jews, they may feel terrible for a person in their midst who just lost a loved one or a brother or their baby. 
But what makes you Jewish is getting up, going to the mourner's house, as uncomfortable and as scary as it may be, showing your face and letting them know that they're not alone in their darkness, but you're going to stand with them. That is what makes you Jewish. Being a Jew means that you're commanded to engage in tikkun olam, repairing the world. And this is not an abstract concept. Instead, it's a personal responsibility. Shavuot is a reminder that I am obligated to act for good, to bring good into this world. Reminiscent of the prayer book admonition, pray as if everything depends on God, but act as if everything depends on you. Because it does. Shavuot, it's trying to remind us and to rattle us awake. The discussion in Judaism was never about who is Jewish. What matters is what makes you Jewish. Shabbat Shalom, Bachag Sameach.